you know, I look forward to going back every year. And people telling me, you remember 20 years ago, Chuck and Jerry, <laughs> when you came to Portland and introduced me to this Zap Alcohol music? And I said, yep, I remember you couldn't pronounce it. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to The Myth of Fingerprints, the podcast that explores music and the human stories behind the artists. I'm Jonah Luke, your host, and each week I bring you interviews and a song from each of our guests. If you're listening on iTunes, be sure to give us a rating and a review. And to check out all of the episodes of this podcast, head on over to jonahluke.com podcast. Thanks for listening and let's go. Hello, people, 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 wonderful people. I'm Jonah Luke, and today on the podcast, we have Chubby Carrier. Chubby Carrier is someone I found out about from the Waterfront Blues Festival that happens here in Portland. He plays it almost every year, I think every year, for many years, and he's the head of a Zydeco band. Now, Zydeco and Cajun music, I don't know how familiar some of you are with this kind of music. I actually grew up playing Cajun music in Chicago, played drums in a Cajun music band. And so this this music is, for me, very much part of my childhood. And the rhythm, especially the rhythms and just the way the music is so danceable really speaks to me. But Chubby Carrier is calling in in this interview from Louisiana. And it's a great interview. You'll want to hear it. And we're also going to play a song at the end of the interview that will just make you want to get up and dance. So thank you for listening to the interview. And as always, you can go to jonahluke.com backslash podcast for all the links and show notes and stuff. Here's the interview. Hello and welcome to the Myth of Fingerprints podcast. I'm your host, Jonah Gile Newfeld, and today I've got a very special guest, Chubby Carrier, who's coming to us from Louisiana today by phone. Actually, I, I'm just assuming that's where you are. Is that where you are, Chubby? In Lafayette, Louisiana. Nice. So uh, just describe to us uh, where you are right now and how the weather is down there. Last week, I wouldn't be talking to you right now because I'm probably drowning or something because we had so much rain. Oh, man. <laughs> My God, we had nothing but rain, rain, rain. And festival season started last weekend. And it started on festival season night. And it rained for like two weeks, man. And it was <sighs> terrible. Ugh. So now we're just starting to get spring-like weather. Beautiful. It was like 58 uh, Monday night and the high of 671 on Monday. Tuesday was the same thing, 60 degrees at night and then 74 and on Tuesday, and the day is gorgeous and beautiful. Awesome. So just describe to our podcast listeners, for people who, who maybe haven't heard of you before, you know, about Chubby Carrier and the and your band and what kind of music you play. Well, people was always asking and thought I was a Cajun guy, and I told them, no, I'm more of a Zydeco. I play more Zydeco music, and it kind of confused them because a lot of people didn't know what Zydeco music was. Right. And in the, I had to explain them to you, if you listen to Zydeco music, you're going to listen to more of a uh, R&B, soul, rock and roll, blues yeah. sound, more to the Cajun will be more of a uh, twist between country, two-step uh, fiddle, like a two-step, um, you know, uh, uh, waltzes and stuff like that incorporated into that music, you know? Yeah. But now people are starting to know the difference a whole lot, you know? 
Mm-hmm. And um, now when they come here, Chevy Carey and the Bayou Swamp, and everybody's like, wow, you know, what a vibe, what a good sound, you know? Yeah. And uh, the energy. I got so much energy involved in my music. And people were telling me, you know, I could tell the difference between Zydeco and Cajun now because Zydeco is definitely high energy. <laughs> yeah. So you, I know you spend a lot of your year on the road, but what do you do in a typical week? Like, let's say, take this week, for instance. What do you do with your music? Oh, pretty much, man. I just, um, I, I run my record company. I have a Swapadelic Records. Oh, and I'm, cool. I'm writing, yeah, I'm writing, you know, a lot of music all the time, trying to keep busy with the writing. And I'm a full-time musician, and I just do everything dealing with music. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So how did you, uh, let's take it back to sort of the beginning. I know you grew up in a very, very musical family. How did you get started playing music and maybe talk a little bit about your family? Well, I got started with my um, my grandfather and my dad who played Zydeco music. They were musicians and they would play at home uh, as a hobby. They would just always have their music, you know, on the front porch or, you know, in the yard. And we had family come over and a lot of people would, um, would, would invite family to after church to come over and have a little Zydeco some lunch in Zydeco, man, and I watched my grandfather play his music, and it's like, wow, wow, look at this, man. This music is music of the heart and soul. Mm-hmm. And um, being that my grandfather and my daddy played it, it came from their heart and soul. And uh, I was, uh, my grandfather taught me how to play the accordion. My daddy taught me how to play the accordion as well. And what a, what an honor, man. You know, what an honor is to be able to be upon those guys and play the, the music, the pioneers before me. And they passed away, and then I'm the third generation artist that's playing radical music in my family. Oh yeah, and I was able to take it to the next level, you know. Yeah, so let's talk about just sort of Zydeco music in general. I know you know both Cajun and Zydeco are definitely like music for for dancing. For people who maybe haven't seen Cajun or Zydeco, what kind of culture and dance is around the that music? A lot of times when you got the trailers together. This music is hard to sit to. <laughs> right. And people tell me that all the time, goes, man, how could you sit to this music? I just want to tap my toes, you know? Mm-hmm. And then people come to Louisiana and they find out, they find out that we have a dance, a certain dance to this music. And it's called the Zydeco Two-Step. And yeah. people watch, uh, they come here in Louisiana, they watch people dance the two-step, they watch people do the waltz. He says, I knew it, I knew it, I knew it. This music has to have a dance because it's so happy music, you know? And as you're watching, you know, my family's coming together and having a good time, passion, a good time. We're calling Louisiana dancing, uh, playing music, singing along. It brings families together. So it's happy music, you know? Yeah. So let's talk about how, you know, you've recorded a bunch of albums. And then uh, in 2011, you had the, the honor of being awarded the best Zydeco or Cajun album at the Grammy Awards. What was that experience like and how did that come about? Unbelievable, man. To tell you the truth, uh, we hadn't planned on, on being a Grammy Award winner or anything like that. Right. But a lot a lot of the times when you're in your music business, because I'm thinking, man, no way we can sell that many records and, um, you know, do what we can to, you know, be on that level to win a Grammy. But, you know, I was so excited just about performing and playing the music. And the next thing you know, when we got a chance to win a Grammy, oh, my goodness, man, I went all for it. I was so focused on just trying to the right thing to, mm-hmm. to be able to become a Grammy Award winner. Um, I hadn't planned it. I got a bucket list, but that went on the bucket list. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um, here we are. You know, when we got the opportunity to uh, win a Grammy, having a, our own category 
it gave us all an opportunity and a chance to win a Grammy. Mm-hmm. So I went for it, and I said, wow, if the, if the opportunity applies me, and I'm going to try and put out the best album I possibly can, and hopefully I get nominated. Well, my first year putting out an album, well, that was my second album I put out, and I sent it to the Grammys, and then, uh, people liked it. They voted. It's a voting member. It's a member voting uh, situation there, but mm-hmm. they like what they heard. And they um, they called us up and they let us know that we were nominated for Grammy. Unbelievable to know that I was just first and foremost and Grammy nominee. That was just enough said, okay? Right. Not let alone they tell me uh, you're a Grammy nominee and you have a chance to win a Grammy. <laughs> oh my God, what an experience! Mm-hmm. And I can't thank my grandfather and my daddy for introducing me to the music. Yeah. Did they? I I feel like I heard recently that they in the recent years they took away the Zydeco category. Is that true? Yeah, that kind of broke our heart because we had our category for four years after protesting seven years to try to get our own category. Yeah, protest for seven years, seven years, my friend, oh. and uh, we finally got it. To only, so it only lasts for four years. Oh, uh, the Grammys decided to do away with it because they had a hundred and seven categories. Uh-huh. And it was going, that's way too much. They they said it was too many categories because they had a category for just about every every genre of music there was. Right. But they decided they wasn't going to do it. They broke, broke it down, and they said, we're going to have a category for you guys, but it's going to be called the Best Regional Roots Album category. Hmm. Meaning that Zodico, Cajun, Native American, African, Caribbean can be all in that same category. Mm-hmm. So they're going after the roots music, okay? Mm-hmm. And and since they started the category for the last four years, Louisiana artists have been winning in that category. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, it's just too bad. It broke my heart when they, when they dropped the category. It's like, wow, we just got it. It took us yeah. seven years to get it, and it took the last four years, and you guys drop it? Yeah, yeah. That is yeah, the they did away with it because like everything is always cutting back, cutting back, and they cut back on categories because it was melting too much brass. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's take it back again. Uh, you know, we were talking about how you grew up. Can you tell us about someone who had a big influence on your life and how they, what lessons they taught you or how they helped you become a successful musician? Yeah, yeah I mean, I, I grew up listening to Clinton um, Chenier. Clinton Chenier was my idol, mm-hmm. my pioneer. B.B. King, I just listened to a lot of, they, and they inspired me, you know? Yeah. And um, as I'm traveling the world, people that I talk to in blues music, Zydeco, Swamp Pop Country, they lead me on to a lot of things to know about the business, you know? And I learned a lot by listening to a lot of artists. They're successful. There was a lot of successful artists, a lot of people that's in the business, a lot of record companies. You know, just listed in general, and I said, wow, because I had to get out there and travel the world because I traveled for 275, 275 dates a year for 23 years. Wow. If you look at the United States of America, my friend, I've been to all 50 states until I had to go overseas and travel a year because there's no place to put me in the, in the United States anymore because I've been <laughs> traveling all of it. <laughs> that's, how de- that's how determined I was to put Zydeco music on the map. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I wanted to introduce the world to Zydeco music because my grandfather couldn't do it. My daddy couldn't do it. Although my dad did it for a little while, but he couldn't do it for a whole lot. Mm-hmm. But I was just that determined to take Zydeco and introduce it to the world. Yeah. Let's talk about what, what do you do when you're not making music? I know there's a few causes that you support and 
things that you spend your time on. So what do you spend your time doing when you're not traveling the world and making Zydeco music? First and foremost, spending time with the family. Yeah. Spending some time with my wife and my kid. And uh, I have been on the road for so long, so now I finally got a home life, a family life. I can sit home and and just truly enjoy being home because I've been, I traveled the world for so long, so it burns you out for traveling for so many days. Yeah. And you just want to be stay put for a while and enjoy the home front or enjoy the life, enjoy your family life. And um, and still continue to play music, man. And uh, I'm a big sports fan. I love watching my football. I'm a big football fan. Mm -hmm. And uh, I love my Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> <laughs> So I, I I love watching my LSU Tigers in Louisiana. So, mm -hmm. um, but most of the time since I traveled the whole world, it's like almost catching up with the family. A lot of yeah. time spending with the family. For sure, that's important. Yes, sir. So, what music do you listen to? Uh, like, what kinds of music are you listening? To? Well, not what kinds, but what artists and other musicians are you listening to right now? Oh man, I listen to a lot of this genre. Man, I listen to reggae. I listen to blues. I listen to country. Mm -hmm. uh, some of the, the new pop music that's coming out. I was a kind of a Michael Jackson guy growing up in the seventies yeah. and eighties, and uh, but you know, like um, a lot of the new stuff that's coming up in the pop music. You know, if it's you know uh, that if it's musical and, and with the artistry, I listen to that. You know, mm -hmm. but a lot of blues, man. A lot of Sadiqo, a lot of Cajun, a lot of swamp pop, a lot of country, a lot of reggae. Cool. So uh, what what's uh, next for your band? What do you guys have planned for this year? Um, right now we're gonna be probably just um, we're gonna not tour as much, but we're still gonna go out to some places like we love in Portland on the Waterfront Blues Festival. Absolutely love that festival. And anytime they call me, I will definitely get on that plane and head to Portland. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. I love that festival. Love it. Love it. Love it. You know. Good, yeah. What What do you love about it? Just besides the fact that it's nice there on the water. Well, you know what I love about it. I was one of the founders. I was one of the cool bands that ever played. Uh huh. And used a lot of those folks to Zydeco music. And you know, I look forward to going back every year and people telling me, "You remember twenty years ago, Chuck <laughs> Carey, when you came to Portland and introduced me to this Zydeco alcohol music?" And I said. <laughs> Yep, I remember you couldn't pronounce it. <laughs> <laughs> well, Chuck has been 20 years in the making, and I'm loving it, man, and keep coming back. So I look forward to coming back every year oh, for awesome. that one reason. <laughs> yeah, that's great. That's all the questions I have for you, but uh, before the uh, podcast ends here, we're going to listen to a song of yours so that people can get a little taste of your music. So uh, can you tell us about the song that we're about to listen to? Yeah, the song that we're going to listen to is called Another Pretty Face. It's off, it's off of my Back to My Roots album. Uh, that was my latest album that I did. And I'm in the meantime working on a new album that's just, just as we speak. Okay. Uh, so hopefully I'll get it. I'm going to drop it probably in May. And that way it can be eligible for a uh, uh, nomination for this 2015 season. Cool. Well, Chubby, thanks so much for taking the time. And we look forward to seeing you in, in the summer at the Waterfront Blues Fest. Yeah, thank you for talking to me. I appreciate it. Stop fooling around Now why didn't you tell me You needed this 
That's it for this episode of The Myth of Fingerprints. As always, I'm Jonah Luke. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed it. To continue the conversation, to learn more about the artists that you just heard, and to suggest an artist for the podcast, head on over to jonahluke.com podcast. If you're on iTunes, be sure to give us a rating and review as that helps immensely. You can also join the conversation on Twitter. I'm at Jonah Luke, and I would love to hear from you. See you next time. This has been a Freedom Podcasting production. For more information, go to freedompodcasting.com.